Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Saturday, June 19, 2021, and uh, welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I want to take a moment, of course, and just pause and acknowledge all of our various platforms. I want to say hello to our Apple Podcast family. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jamel Sanders Show. I'm so excited about the new things that are happening with Apple Podcasts, and we're going to be releasing some exclusive content to uh, better connect with you in the days to come. So definitely stay tuned. That's something that we're working on. I want to say hello to my uh, Stitcher family. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I want to stop and pause and say hello to our Google Podcast family. Thank you so much for listening on the platform. I want to say hello to our iHeartRadio family. iHeartRadio is one of my personal favorite places to listen to podcasts. So thank you so much for the opportunity to do life with you. I want to say hello to our um, Amazon Music family and, of course, our Audible family. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the Jamel Sanders Show. Um, This is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through um, inspiring guests and intriguing conversations, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I'm so excited and honored as always to have the opportunity to do life with you and to help you on your journey to fulfilling your purpose and maximizing your greatest potential. So thank you so much again for the opportunity to do life with you. We just celebrated a decade of the Janelle Sanders show, and it's amazing that 10 years later, people are still listening. And I think even more profound is that people in so many different parts of the world are tuning in and being a part of the podcast. I'm so grateful to know that it's resonating with you and even to see the growth and how it's reaching into new territories and places around the world. So thank you so much again uh, for this opportunity to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this show. So if you could go to www.jamelsanders.com. We just did a, a refresh and kind of a revamp of the site. So definitely check it out. And while you're there, I encourage you to sign up for our empowerment newsletter. You should be able to find that on the home page. You can also uh, find the links to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, 
which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. But all of them are listed there. We would love to connect with you and to do life with you in the days to come. And also, um, while you're online, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us. Use the hashtag Jamel Show. Uh, we would love to connect with you and hear how the message of empowerment is resonating uh, with you as result, excuse me, of this podcast. So definitely reach out to us across social media. I am active and I love um, interacting with you and hearing um, how the method of empowerment is helping you in your life and in your journey. So I look forward to connecting with you in the days to come. You can also find out more information about my work at JamelSanders.com. Um, over 11 years ago, I just celebrated an anniversary for Jamel Sanders International. Over 11 years ago, um, I founded Jamel Sanders International to provide solutions to global problems. And essentially, JSI exists to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential through capacity building systems and programs. And so for the last decade, we've been working with leaders and organizations around the world to bring solutions to global problems. And so I am so um, excited about it, and I believe that this is an incredible opportunity to um, reach people and to bring solutions to the problems of our time. So you can find out more about me and the work that I do right there on our website, and you can find out more about the empowerment message and what we're doing around the world. And so beyond that, of course, I, I would love to hear from you, but as, as you know, we recently relaunched the Jamel Book Club, and we are um, deep into reading our latest book club selection, uh, which is a book that I believe every person should add to their library because it's just going to help you in a tremendous way. And so the latest book club selection um, is uh, straight up, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, um, Advice for Life's Biggest Challenges by Trent Shelton. It is a phenomenal book, but I want to warn you that it's not a book that you're going to be able to read in one setting. It's a lot of information, and it's really more than a book. I call it a success system, and so I, I would encourage you to read it in different settings. But what I love is that each chapter has accompanying exercises to really reinforce the kind and help you do the work to improving your life. So, again, the book is straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's biggest challenges by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton. It is a phenomenal read. It is kind of a deviation from the normal course for us and what we normally read in my book club. But the the structure and the systems in the book are so important and I believe they're going to help you in a tremendous way to get breakthroughs in your life. So I hope that you'll get a copy. And stay tuned over the next few months. We're going to be delving into the book, and we're going to be having a dynamic conversation around some of the principles that we've learned. So I hope you'll get a copy and join us. Everybody knows I'm an avid reader. I love to read. I believe that reading is fundamental, and reading is the womb of exploration. It opens you up to the world, opens you up to possibilities, and opportunities that you did not even know existed. So get a copy, and I look forward to you joining us as part of the book club. So beyond that, I always like to recommend resources because anybody that has heard me speak or 
listened to an interview or read an article or anything related to me, you know that I give you a lot of information at one time. And so to help you better understand the concepts and the principles that I'm sharing, I like to give you resources. And two resources that I really recommend to you right now um, are a couple of, of books. And the first one is significance, reclaiming your personal power in a world that discounts your difference. You know, over the years I've given a number of keynotes, and in these keynotes I have talked extensively about this topic of identity and how so many people in the world are suffering from an identity crisis. And so, you know, it just seems like there's never enough time or space to dissect the topic of identity the way that I'd like to. And so I wanted to write this book, and I wrote this book um, from personal experience and lessons and insights that I've learned over the years and on the journey. And I believe that it's one of the most important books I've ever written. I believe that this book really goes where few people are willing to go. I'm very honest and vulnerable and transparent about my life and my journey and how I won that battle to getting to a place of owning my personal power. And so this book really delves into helping you to break out of toxic cycles, helping you to affirm your true identity, and to show up in the world as the powerful person that you were created to be, all while exploring and demonstrating what your true worth is. And so uh, each chapter has what I call significant worth-building exercises to help reinforce the material. And then we have some um, declarations of significance in the back of the book. It's just a phenomenal read. Um, it really helps you to uncover your true identity, take your personal power back, and to understand your worth and value and to demonstrate it in the world. And so I hope that you'll get a copy of Significance. You can get it through Amazon, uh, Kindle Nook, and most major book sellers have access to the book. I believe it's going to help you in a tremendous way and that you will add that to your library. I would also like to recommend my latest book, book number nine, which is called Significance. I'm sorry, which is called Honor, the Law that Governs Greatness. And Honor is a bit different. It's not like significance. This is really a book about leadership. But more than it being a book about leadership, it's a book about the journey and how do we move from potentiality to power? How do we move from potentiality to prophetic destiny in our lives? We do it through a process called prophetic development. And so Honor is a, the first of its kind. It's a book that's really about prophetic development and the journey from the seed of your potential to honoring that potential in a profound way in your lifetime and generation. This book is about uh, demystifying some of the fallacies that we have heard around leadership, redefining protege and mentor relationships, how to do the deep inner work to get to a place of development and growth in your life, and more importantly, it's a book about succession, transition, and legacy. It's one of the most important books I've ever written because we've heard so many talk about the challenges and the broken foundation of leadership in the world. 
And it's not enough for us to just identify that there is a break or a crack in the foundation, but how do we fix this? How do we repair the breach? How do we restore the trust that has been broken in leadership over the years? I believe that this book is the solution uh, to this challenge, and I'm telling you the, the feedback that I've heard from Anna has been absolutely amazing. Um, so many people in so many different parts of the world are reading this book, and I believe that this is an important tool for leaders. So many times we give leaders information, but as I often say, information does not change the seasons of your life. You need insights and revelation. And so this book is a book of prophetic tools for prophetic development that will help all of us in our leadership to show up as the best version of ourselves and to reach our best ability and best potential as leaders. So to every person that has read Honor, I thank you so much for your support of the book. I have been so blessed to hear how the book has been transforming and changing your lives and even some that are just starting to read the book and how it is resonating with them. So thank you so much. Uh, you can get honored through Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major booksellers have access to this book as well. I believe it's going to help you in a tremendous way and empower you to be the greatest leader that you can possibly be. So I look forward to hearing how that book has resonated with you and helped you on your journey of leadership. I want to take a really quick break, and I want to jump back into this powerful series that we've been in, Growing Pains, The Cost of Change. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back to the show. So we're in the middle of a powerful series called Growing Pains, The Cost of Change, and we're in Division 3 of this series. And this is so important because I believe that this is one of those series that you can revisit again and again, and it's going to really give you some keys and tools to help you as you navigate those turns and those transitions in your life. So I hope that you will stay plugged into the show because it's it's really going to uh, resonate with you in a profound way and help you on your journey of leadership in the days to come. So over the course of the few weeks that we've been into the series, we've dealt with the dilemma. We have dealt with the uh, discomfort that comes with change, and we talked about how discomfort is the catalyst to growth. I don't have time to go into that. You can go back and listen to that episode, but we're going into part three, and I believe that this is one of the absolutely most essential parts of this growing pains, cost of change dilemma that we've been dealing with. And so we're going to talk for the next few moments around this whole topic of discipline. When you talk about the word discipline with most people, 
a lot of people begin to cringe, a lot of people begin to snarl, some people begin to give you looks because I feel like this is that part of success that nobody really wants to address and deal with. So many people say, Jamel, how have you written nine books? How have you been able to be so consistent with that? How are you able to write excuse me, on so many different platforms? And how are you able to do so many different things and to do them effectively? And when I begin to talk about discipline, I can tell that it's not resonating with people the way that I would like it to resonate. And you can begin to hear the pushback, and some people begin to say, no, it's not that. It has to be something else. Almost as if success is some magical thing that just happens. And what I all intentional, you don't just wake up one day and become successful. This is something that you have to do intentionally in your life to create a life of success and prosperity. And so I believe that discipline is so fundamentally important to your success. You know, discipline is the ability to do the necessary even in the moment when you don't necessarily feel like doing it. It is the ability to do the necessary and to do the necessarily non-negotiably in your life. Let me say that again. Success is the ability to do the necessary and the things that are a necessity as a non-negotiable in your life. In other words, it's not about if you feel like it. It's not about if everything is favorable or you're feeling extra chippery or excited today. It is developing that systematic, consistent, disciplined way of getting things done in your life. I always tell people success is just the ability to get it done. A lot of times we're looking for a lot of tips and tricks and hacks, and there's really no hack for success. It's intention, it's focus, it is the investment of your energy in the areas of your life that are most important and that are going to help to facilitate your growth and your advancement. And so when you talk about success, you have to talk about discipline because discipline is so important in the growing pains and seeing change happen in your life. As you've heard me say before, if you do what you've always done, you get what you've always gotten. If you do different, you get different. And so the key to breaking out of those cycles and patterns in your life is having the courage to do something different. And it's not enough to just say, okay, I'm going to do something different. You have to establish the disciplined route that is going to get you to the different result that you want to see. And so this is what I tell people all the time. You can endure the pain of discipline today, or you can endure the pain of regret tomorrow. Write that down. You can endure the pain of discipline today, or you can endure the pain of regret tomorrow. Because on the other side of not being disciplined and not taking the action is the regret that comes as a result of not doing the thing that we need it to do to move forward. And so if you're going to live your greatest life, if you're going to endure the growing pains that accompany change happening in your life, you have to be willing to understand that pain, that discipline and pain is the price that you pay uh, so that you don't experience a life of regret. And so the bigger question becomes, what price are you willing to pay for progress in your life? So many people in the world have great vision and great aspirations and great dreams that they want to accomplish and fulfill in their lifetime and generation. And there's nothing wrong with 
believe that part of the problem in the world today is that we are living in a generation that suffers from the syndrome of visionlessness. In other words, the scriptures say that where there is no vision, where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. The problem in the world today is not that um, people are victimized by circumstances or products of their environment. We are living in a generation that has no vision for their life. And the absence of vision invites the presence of abortion. Write that down. The absence of vision invites the presence of abortion. What do I mean by that? A person that lives their life without a sense of vision and direction uh, begins to experience what I call spiritual abortion and spiritual atrophy. In other words, they come to a place where those things that have been divinely prepared and predestined for their lives, even before the foundation of the world, begin to dry up and die and wither away. And instead of being a person of vision, they begin to become a person of circumstances. They become victims of environments and culture because instead of having a vision for their lives, they become the victims of somebody else's vision. I always say if you don't have a vision for your life, you're going to spend your entire life serving somebody else's vision. If you don't have a direction for your life, you're always going to be pulled by somebody else's direction. And more importantly, their direction becomes the distraction to your vision and you doing what you were created to do. And so it's very important that you live your life with a sense of vision, a sense of purpose, a sense of assignment, understanding that you're not just here, you're not just breathing air and wasting moments, but that there is a divine rhythm uh, to your life. There is a divine purpose. There is something that you have been brought out of the generation. And while so many people in the world get excited about purpose, they don't understand that all progress, all advancement in your life comes with pain. And pain and discomfort are, are so necessary for you moving beyond where you are to where you want to be. And if you really want to get to the place of destiny and doing the thing that you were created to do, you have to establish this rhythm of discipline in your life. Discipline is not just a routine. It is a rhythm to your life. Write that down. And so many people in the world today are filled with regret because they don't live their lives in a right rhythm. More than discipline being a rhythm, discipline is a cadence to your life. And a life absent of cadence is a life that becomes filled with cycles. A life that does not have a cadence becomes ruled by cycles. It becomes uh, interrupted with patterns and mindsets and ideologies that ultimately stand in the way of your progress, your growth, your development, and you becoming the person that you were created and destined to be. And so you have to begin to discover what is the cadence to my life and how do we determine the cadence to our lives. We determine the cadence of our lives by having the ability to deconstruct our lives and to establish a couple of things. I want you to write these down. Number one, you have to establish what the most important priorities are. I cannot stress this enough. You don't live at the realm of your potentiality. You live at the realm of your priorities. And so what are the priorities in your life? You've got to get clear on your priorities because what I know to be true is that
that your priorities not only determine your progress, they define your productivity. And so if you want to be productive, you've got to get clear about your priorities. Why is this so important? We live in a cosmos that is vying and contending for your concentration. Write that down. This cosmos, this world, this system is vying for your concentration, is contending for your concentration. Hello, at night. You have been inundated and projected and voice printed with so many images and so many things coming at you. And so your ability to break through the clutter of the common and to concentrate on your calling and your most important priorities is so important to you. And this is what I tell people. Just because something is a priority to you does not mean it's a priority to me. And so you have to get clear on your priorities. If you don't establish your priorities, your life will become filled with the priorities of other people. Write that down. If you don't establish your priority, your life will become filled with the priorities of other people. And I'm not just talking about the priorities of your employer or the employers of family members or friends. I'm talking about the priorities of social media, the priorities of your favorite television programs, the priorities of the countless hours we spend scrolling, doing absolutely nothing productive. All of these things are vying for the priority of your life. And if you don't get clear on what your most important priorities are, you will go through a 24-hour cycle prioritizing things that were important to everybody else only to look at your life and to realize that nothing that you set for yourself was accomplished. And you can't blame anybody for that. You can't blame that on environment or circumstances because you have the power to control what you focus on. And whatever you focus on determines your future. Whatever you concentrate on determines your destiny. And so you've got to get really clear on your priorities, and you need to establish one to three clear priorities that are going to be a part of your life every single day. Don't go for five, don't go for 10, don't go for 20. Establish a cadence by setting at least three clear priorities that you're going to concentrate on in your life. And don't just write this down. These have to become non-negotiable. That means it doesn't matter what I feel like, it doesn't matter what happens. These three things are going to get done every single day in my life. So you can live at the level of your excuses or your execution, but at the end of the day, something is getting your energy, and whatever gets your energy determines your effectiveness. And so you've got to determine what you're going to be effective at, and you've got to make that thing clear in your life, okay? I can't stay there. The next thing you need to do is you need to establish clear boundaries. It's good to set priorities. For you, that might mean put a do not disturb on your cell phone. For you, that might mean pausing your emails and notifications. You need to set boundaries in your life because if you don't set boundaries in your life, people will always cross them. And as people cross boundaries, we give away our personal power, we lose freedom, we lose control of our lives, and our lives become chaotic. And so you've got to set clear boundaries in your life. You've got to establish um, those in your life, and you've got to set those things clearly and intentionally. In other words, you've got to establish, I'm not available at these hours. You have to establish, I'm not doing these things. You have to establish that no is a complete uh, sentence in your life. You have to establish that these are the times that I'm going to rest. 
I'm going to shut down activity because what we don't understand is that rest is important by rejuvenation and restoration, and we can't show up as our best selves if we're tired. And so you got to establish boundaries in that area of your life. you got to establish boundaries in um, what you choose to um, occupy your calendar, how much time you give to different activities in a week. You have to establish clear boundaries in your life because boundaries help keep balance and help keep our lives in rhythm. And so some of you got to learn the power of no. You have been a yes person all your life, and you have allowed people to just stomp over you and to do whatever they want, and that you're always available, you're always on call, you're always responsive to their everyone in need. And I'm not telling you not to be responsive to people, but I am telling you that you have to prioritize and put yourself first at some time. You can't always put everything else above yourself because what's going to happen is the more you allow people to cross boundaries, the more of yourself you lose. Write that down. The more you allow people to cross boundaries in your life, the more of yourself you lose. And let me tell you what happens from personal experience. The more of yourself you lose, the more frustrated you become, and the more frustrated you become, you become a ticking time bomb that ultimately explodes. You get hurt. Other people in your life get hurt, and all of that could have been avoided if you just set boundaries in your life. What I have known to be true, and one of the most liberating things I ever discovered, is that you cannot be all things to all people, and that you cannot feel bad for learning the power of no. Sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes you have to say, I'm not doing this. This is not something that I'm going to carry or take on. You have to establish boundaries in your life. It is for your protection. It is for the preservation of your life. And most of all, boundaries are for your peace. If you find a person, I know this from experience and I know this from from just talking with people over the years, a person that does not have boundaries in their life does not experience peace. They have no peace. They're always tormented. They're always unhappy. They're always unfulfilled because their lives are being controlled and guided by so many different things, and they have absolutely no control of their lives. You have to take the controls back and to get your life back into center because you're you're not going to flourish, you're not going to thrive if you are not operating from your center. And so you have to find that and you have to establish that, and that is part of that discipline in your life because it's always going to be something trying to pull your focus and attention away from the things that you need to be doing. And so you've got to establish that in your life. So we talked about priorities, we talked about boundaries, and now we have to talk about expectations. It's good to set boundaries, but you also need expectations, and you need two sets of expectations, okay? You need expectations for yourself. That means these are the things that I expect of myself, and these are the things that I'm going to get done consistently, not occasionally in my life. This is what I'm going to do consistently. And then you need to set expectations in your relationship. Because if you don't define the rules of engagement for your relationship, the terms of your relationships, that's where those boundaries get crossed, and that's when our relationships become dysfunctional and unhealthy. And so you need to set clear 
expectations in your relationships, and it and it guards your heart. Expectations is a heart preserver. Write that down. When you have clear expectations in your relationship, it avoids the trap of offense. It avoids the trap of unrealistic expectations. It avoids the trap of getting sucked into uh, different controversies and drama because you have clearly laid out what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And then there will come times in your life where you have to renegotiate the terms of your relationships. One of the ways that you keep things in perspective and balance and you help keep that discipline that is so important to your life. And so we talked about priorities, we talked about boundaries, we talked about expectations, and then we move out of that piece. And now I want to spend these moments talking about the law of execution. What I have discovered to be true in the world, there is a group of people that will forever make excuses and there is a group of people that will execute and see results. You have to determine which group you're going to be a part of. The reality is this. We all get the same 24-hour cycle. Time is the great equalizer. Nobody gets more of it. Nobody can wish for more hours or more moments. But the thing that separates us all is how we use the gift of 24 hours. And what you do with your time is going to determine the progress and the success and prosperity of your life. And what you need to do, you need to execute so that you can engineer victories, results, success, momentum, and progress in your life. Let me say this about execution. Execution is not something that you can do periodically. Execution is something that you must do consistently and intentionally. In other words, if you want to move from where you are to where you want to be, you have to be a person that takes consistent action. You can't take action Monday and not take action again for two weeks. Why? Because it is the law of increment movement or the law of increment progress in our lives incremental action moves us closer and closer toward the fulfillment of our goals, our vision, our dream. If you could take one action step every single day in the direction of your dream or desired outcome, what would that look like? So many times we get so consumed with the magnitude of a vision that we don't understand how to manage a vision. You can't get so caught up in the magnitude, but what you have to do is you have to understand the power of simplification. How do I break this down into something that is digestible? What you have to do is learn how to make discipline digest. Don't get overwhelmed with the price that it takes to get to an outcome in your life. But what you do is you break this down into steps. You break this down into processes and systems and sequences that are going to help you produce the life that you desire to live. Success is not all about strategy. It does play a part. Strategy is very important. But more than strategy, success is systems. And if you can master systems effectively, you can achieve results in any area of your life. It's all about systemization. You have to know how to systemize things. You have to know how to systemize priorities. And if you do this 
improve your life. Write that down. Incremental progress every single day in the area of your intention will always improve your life. This is how we move from a goal sheet that never changes every year with the same stuff to actually get into a place of seeing results in our life. You've got to do something every day in the direction of what you want to see. And if you do this consistently, you're not only going to make progress, but you're going to realize your goals, you're going to manifest your vision, you're going to live the life that you were created and destined to live. But you've got to move from hope to a place of execution. I tell people hope is not a strategy. You cannot live off fencing and the right cadence to our lives. There is a cadence to life. And if you will master that, it will move you beyond every obstacle and opposition, and it will move you into a place of breakthrough and inevitable victories in your life. And so discipline is so important. And why is discipline so important? Discipline is the down payment that we that we make on all future realities in our lives. Write that down. Discipline is the down payment that we make on all future realities in our lives. And so when you go to the bank of your dreams and the teller asks you, how can they help you? You must respond with, I'm making the deposit of discipline today so that I can withdraw the reality of that thing that I have been hoping and intending to see in my tomorrow. And if you will make the deposit of discipline today, you will be rewarded with dream manifestation and goal fulfillment in your tomorrow. And so discipline is gritty, it is ugly, it is not pretty, and it's going to cost you tremendously. But discipline is the thing that will separate you and cause you to be world-class at everything that you do. People that make excuses do not live extraordinary lives, but people that execute become exceptional at what they do. And exceptionality will cause you to live an elite life. It will cause you to excel far above your contemporaries and anybody else that would try to come up against you. So you got to be a disciplined person. That means that you have to be willing to do it even when you don't feel like it. It means that you got to develop the mental toughness to persevere in the midst of pressure and difficulty and challenges. And it means that you just got to be a person that's just going to get it done, standing that success is not always strategy but systems, and that if I will do this thing systematically, consistently in my life, I'm going to make progress, and I'm going to get to where I want to go. You can't get overwhelmed at the magnitude of a goal. You have to manage your goals. You have to manage your vision and understand that you have to break it down into digestible pieces so that it becomes realistic for you. The more the magnitude of your vision overwhelms you, the less likely that it is realistic and realizable in your life. And so you got to find a way to manage the vision. How do it, what's the first step? So many people never take the first step. Take the first step. Take the first action. Take the first movement. And then figure out how you can do that consistently to move you to where you want to be. And you'll be amazed at how much progress you begin to make on your goals instead of the excuses and the chatter and why you can't do this. 
because, oh, don't tell me that you can't do it. I'll begin to tell you just how much time you've been wasting and what you could be doing. And so we, we have a lot more time than we think we do. We just make excuses because we're not willing to do the work to get us from where we are to where we want to be. But discipline is that down payment. Discipline is also the bridge that moves us from the realm of hope into the realm of actualization of our goals and dreams. And so if you want to move from a hope and an image in your mind to the actual possession of that thing, you've got to be a person of discipline. Discipline is doing the hard work first so that you can enjoy the incredible benefits later. In other words, it's willing to pay the price that needs to be paid now so that you can experience society that gives us this false sense of hope and expectation. We talk about success as something that is magical when success is something that is methodical. It is not magical at all. It is methodical. It is strategic. It is tactical. And it is all about execution. And if you will do those necessary things, you will move from where you are to where you want to be. We live in a very undisciplined society. We want everything now, and we want everything at no cost to us. We think we're just going to blink like the genie, and everything is going to be different in our lives, not realizing that discipline is the thing that's going to get us to where we want to go. And the greater the discipline, the greater our effectiveness, and the greater results we will see manifest and happen in our lives. It all begins with discipline. And so when people give me those looks, I begin to give them straight talk. You ask me what are keys to success. You ask me for keys to being productive. You ask me for keys to manifesting your vision. I told you that I don't know what else to give you but discipline. If that's not enough, go read some more about some hacks and tricks that align to you that are never going to produce the results that you want to see. At some point, you got to do the work. you got to stop being overwhelmed with the work willing to do to see something different happen and manifest in my life. Growing pains are never easy. They're never comfortable. They're never convenient. But discipline will get you to that place of growth, development, and maturity in your life. You want to be the best in the world. You want to have an edge. You want to be known for mastery. You've got to be a person of discipline. Any person that has achieved great success, no matter the arena or the field, I guarantee you that discipline was part of the equation. Their ability to do the things that others would not do is the thing that has distinguished and separated them from everybody in the world. Discipline is the key to a world-class life, and you will never be world-class at anything without the metric of discipline. I challenge you today to move beyond your excuses and to become a person of discipline. We don't live at the realm of our desires. We live at the realm of our discipline. And our discipline is the thing that is going to make our vision and our goals a reality in our lives. Thank you for letting me spend this time with you today. I hope you join me again real soon for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Until then, stay focused, stay encouraged, stay empowered. Remember that nothing is impossible for you. I'll see you next.